All right, let's shoot this fucker. Can you fucking believe it? Throw me that whiskey. <laughs> Insert Foley. How here. do you turn this thing off? <laughs> Insert Foley effect here. <laughs> Whatever, like somebody's shaking a baking pan or something. It's a dark and stormy night. But it's, but it's spooking the buffalo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Scaring all the buffalo. The army's called in. And I don't know how those octopus foots in. <laughs> yeah. How do you work this thing? <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Edward okay. Friends. Can you fucking believe it? We're back. <laughs> I am no. so happy right now. I don't know why. I'm like... I'm so surprised that we're still doing this. Three yeah, years on. later. Come well, on. come on, you know, it's uh, you know, it's a way to waste people's time. I'm always <laughs> in, I'm always into that. And my own. But yes, yes. <laughs> well, no. people, I'm a person. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> oh. Oh, sad times. Legislation. Fuck you, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that even means. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so any any thoughts on the current state of film, Amos? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Fuck you, Obama. That's my thought. All right, <laughs> this has all of a sudden become an NRA podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or uh... <laughs> oh god, damn it! There goes Obama. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Secret Service. Wait, no, no, it no, wasn't no. serious. See, Secret Service. We're not serious. We're joking. We're joking. <laughs> We're gonna have to put a disclaimer. In no, I know, right? Or like, a, it this, was is a... <laughs> <laughs> this is not treason. This is not treason. That should be our slogan from now on. Exactly. Can you fucking believe it? This isn't treason. <laughs> <laughs> Until we have Edward Snowden on. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Wait, where is he now? China or something? I don't know. He was in the airport at Russia. Or yeah, yeah. Or like, this Who guy. Knows? Yeah. Well, he's got a great picture online. That's <laughs> looks very handsome in that picture. Debonair. Yeah. <laughs> Why did that almost make me do a spit take? I don't know. I don't know. All You're right. just in that kind of mood. You're Apparently, in a spit take kind of mood. I'm in a spit take kind of mood. All right, fine. Well, let's get this started. As if we haven't already. <laughs> So, sir, what have you watched this week? Well, actually, what I was thinking was I could get a couple of mine out of the way that we've talked about before. Okay. That I didn't see at the time, but now have. Okay. So. What are we calling this segment? We're calling this segment Catching Up with Amos, who has not caught up with Phil. (laughs) That's a very long. Fair enough. We're workshopping it, all right? (laughs) We're still on trials. Yeah, this is just a dry run, you know? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so... If you're hearing this, well, too bad for you. <laughs> if you're hearing this, this got leaked by the uh, NSA? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I was like, uh, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> NBA? No. Uh, <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> the podcast got drafted <laughs> last night. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Connecticut. We won a lot. I don't know. <laughs> Indian casinos. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, this has become a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> the only reason it's a tragedy is if you care about it enough, Phil. Exactly. So if we go down in flames, it's because people care. Oh. Or not. I don't that know. makes me feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for people caring about us. Okay. Anyway. Well, we're we assume. 
Well, you know, nobody ever talks. Somebody's out there listening. And you know what? If you are, please let us know. Really, this is like shouting we'd, down a hallway. We'd love to read your thoughts on the yeah, air. Even if they're stupid. And respond and, and call you an idiot, maybe. Yeah, even if they're stupid. But at least we'll acknowledge us. you. Yeah, totally. Participate, yeah. people. Yes. Participate. Stupid participation is better than none at all. Exactly. All at right. least it's fodder for jokes. Totally. And you know what? <laughs> I can think of many movies that I would say stupid participation is better than none at all. This is sort of the theme of the podcast, exactly. people. Come on. We're, we're, you know, this all circles around. We it's are, like, just to remind you folks, we are named after a line in Hudson Hawk. Yeah. That's it, where we got the name of our podcast. Lest we forget. Spoken by Danny Aiello. <laughs> Oh, I always see the photo. I know, right? It's always right there. Just to remind me. Well, okay. What are the photos that are right there? There's uh, Danny Aiello. There's my dad's dog for some reason. (laughs) And And, uh, Cliff Robertson. Cliff Robertson. (laughs) I don't know why. It's very random. It is very random. (laughs) So, you know, and well, and then there's uh, also uh, Cameron Diaz. Is that Cameron Diaz? Yeah, in my beautiful Photoshop work. From episode something a long time ago. <laughs> from episode I don't know, go back and look. <laughs> yeah, from episode I can't remember. <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> anyway. So, the, you've seen a couple pictures. I have seen a couple pictures. Um, I saw Red Dawn, the new version. Red Dawn, Red Dawn Chong. <laughs> Red Dawn Chong. <laughs> I couldn't resist. No. I think I might have made the same. <laughs> I joke. think you did too. Um, but okay, so I saw Red Dawn Chong uh, naked in some weird angel movie. Oh, well, with Robert De Niro. Oh, that's the one where she got naked, right? It was Angel Heart or something like that? Maybe. <laughs> You're like, sure, uh, why not? I don't uh, know. I don't pay attention. <laughs> and then I also saw uh, the Big Year. The Big Year. Yeah, so we'll go with the shorter one first. Okay. Which is the big year. All right. And I think that you said before we were uh, recording that on your review of that movie, you said, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, it's it's fine. <laughs> it's a, you it's know? amenable. You <laughs> know, it kept me entertained for an hour and a half. Yeah, it's fine, you know. But I was actually fairly surprised that I actually sort of got, uh, like, I was watching it, you know. This movie about bird watching. Yeah, it was like a movie about Jack Black. It, it, just to refresh your uh, various memories, um, Jack Black goes uh, on a bird hunting adventure. Yes. Or a bird watching adventure, sorry. Correct. No, he's not killing them. He's watching <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill as many birds as I can this goddamn year. <laughs> Fuck those birds. Um <laughs> He, uh, they, they have this thing amongst birders, which I learned from that movie. Yeah. Uh, is a thing. Birders. They're not called bird watchers. They're called birders. And they try to see as many species as possible in one year. And it's called a big year. Yeah. So he goes on this adventure of a lifetime. Woo. And, uh, he, he spends all his money and, uh, maxes out his mom's credit card and <laughs> makes friends with Steve Martin, who's in this for some reason. Uh, this is like the most random casting ever. 
It's well, but there's lots of great character actors in that movie, like Brian Dennehy and and Angelica Houston, and oh, they drives the boat. Yeah, yeah. Like they it's a, just the random people. I know. I'm You're like, like, what are you what? doing in this movie? What the hell are you doing in that? <laughs> that yeah. So it's uh, uh, Owen Wilson is like the world's premier birder. Right. He's had a he's had the the big year for three years in a row. Yeah, and he he said the, the the big year is seeing the most birds. Right. So you like you know you keep track of how many species or whatever you saw. Yeah. Um, and then he he set the world record. And it was like, it, it's not even like a real thing where you have to like verify anything. Right, it's, it's, it's on the like, honor system. Yeah, it's on the honor system. And at one point, Steve Martin questions Owen Wilson on his honorability. Yeah. He says, your honor, um, I object to you seeing so many birds. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh my God, this is, what's, oh, it's like that scene in um, Kentucky Fried Movie. You have your briefs? Well, yes, I do. And he checks his pants. Anyway. I think it's more like the scene where the... <laughs> You know where I'm going with this. Go Playing uh, linebacker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Anyway. <sighs> so the big year. So the big year. Actually, somewhat engaging. And I think that... Uh, uh, the reason I liked it was because... Steve Martin is, uh, if nothing else, affable. Yes. That is like the word to describe him. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Like, it, and it like comes across in the, in the movie. Uh-huh. Like he's a guy you would, you know, want to probably hang out with and, you know, just have dinner with or something. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, Jack Black is, he's okay, but. And then Owen Wilson, I, both of those guys, I actually liked them better in that movie than I had liked them in previous movies. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and the funny thing is, is that the way that the characters were written, even though Owen Wilson's character is kind of a dick, yeah, you still don't really, like, dislike him. Uh-huh. Like, there's, not, there's moments in there where, you know, he's just a nice guy. But it's like, it, but the thing I didn't like about it was, like, the last, maybe, I don't know, five minutes or so. Where everything works out for everybody, except for the guy who needed to be taught a lesson, Owen Wilson. Like he, he, he. Uh, His wife alien- was still there, wasn't she? No, he. Remember at the end, he he went to China because he like he alienated his wife. She left to go and fuck the guy that was going to take her to the Jets game or something, and then. I don't think she left him. I don't remember her. Yeah, him. she did. I don't think it was. No, I don't think. So. Yeah. The I rec- disagree. <laughs> the record will show that I am correct, Phil. Baba la ding dong. What's your opinion? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to do that. <laughs> no, his wife left him and he went to China to like watch the birds in China. And then Jack Black got with the girl. That would make yeah. the bird calls. The girl from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah and then uh, Steve Martin just continued on with his wife, which was great, you know, whatever. But, like, I, it was all just... It, I really actually... I would say that I liked the movie, except for those last maybe five minutes, was just way too, like, tidy, you know? So... Fair enough. Yeah. 
But anyway, what okay. can you do? It's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know what, Steve Martin. I mean, it's not like he's gonna be like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm sticking my cock in a tie hook. Oh, hey yo, hey yo. Um, but yeah. So did I just really say sticking my top my cock in a tie hook? Okay, I think you did. I yes. think I did. Okay, so moving oh, on. Moving yeah. on. I saw the remake Red Dawn. Yes. Which I had a couple of problems with. A couple? A couple of problems with. Yes. No. So do tell. Do tell. Okay. So, in the original uh, 80s version of Red Dawn, those the, the, the kids in it were, you know, they were stereotypes and everybody was played to their character and the one guy was just kind of a weasel and the other guy was a wiener and whatever, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So, the problem I had with translating it to now mm. was that all of them were Justin Bieber haircut having weenies. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> like, honestly? Even those... Chris Hemsworth? I don't remember. Well, no. he No, he was not. He was the most non-weenie-ish of all of them. <laughs> And so, like, it all, did kind of show the the pussification of the nation. Kind of, I felt oh, everybody f- was a, a lot whinier. Yeah, and they were all like, eh, "I can't my pod anymore." It's like, oh my god, I wanted to slap like all those characters. <laughs> I'm like, really? You're gonna take a movie that like our whole generation apparently has either seen or knows of or whatever, and really liked. And turn them all into a bunch of whiny pussies. Uh-huh. Am I boring you? <laughs> no. <I'm> just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Had too many cigarettes. We need to give Phil some coffee over here. Uh, um, but no, I was like, really? I don't buy this guy at all. Then, the 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 younger brother character. Uh-huh. Who was like the Charlie Sheen character, I guess. Sure. <laughs> the guy with the gun. Was it Charlie Sheen or was it? Uh... No, no, no. Chris Hemsworth was the uh, Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze, and then the younger brother was Charlie Sheen. Was it? Yeah. Wasn't what's his C. Thomas Howell? Or no, he was just the the whiny guy. Oh, yeah. Phil, I've seen this movie like four hundred times. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, that's so, the difference. I mean, you're you're dealing with a movie that's directed by John Milius, <laughs> who is literally like the butchest filmmaker in history. Right. Well, and we've done our review of the original Red Dawn. Yeah. Which, again, I've seen like 400 times. I love this movie. Even though there's filmmaking, like, inconsistencies with this movie. Mm. But, like, here's also my my real big problem with this movie. Mm-hmm. Is that the younger brother character, um, the floppy hair guy. Yeah, yeah. He... Uh, Though it's, and that was a little weird. Okay, you've got you've got kind of blonde haired uh, Chris Hemsworth, and then this like serious Italian <laughs> younger brother. I'm like, eh, say what? Yeah, right. It's like, uh, yeah, your mom didn't uh, tell you what was <laughs> going on back when I was in the service. You know? um, but no, like he when he goes back to rescue his girlfriend. For one, the girlfriend. Is completely useless. She does nothing to help this. Yeah. And then, and even in, like, in the original Red Dawn, the girls were, like, tough chicks, you know? And they, you know... Aaron Gray, man. Yeah, man. Um, but, like, 
he he completely hangs out his whole group to dry in that situation because he wants his girlfriend to be safe. So he completely fucks them over. Yep. And then he comes back and he's like, well, uh, what's the problem, guys? Like, <laughs> I only got one of you guys killed. I mean, that's Come not on. bad, right? Yeah. I mean, four of us went out there and, you know, that's only like 25%. <laughs> I mean, really, it was like, this guy had no conception of like, concept, conception, of, you know, Hey, uh, I'm going to stick with my group and blah, blah, blah. He just like, <laughs> the second he was like, hey, maybe I'll get some ass from this. He <laughs> fucking completely hung him out to dry. Yeah. I was like, this guy sucks. And then also, my other biggest problem with this movie, which apparently I have a few. <laughs> You've got a was, few biggest problems. <laughs> my, I'm going to rank my problems here, Phil. They're all um, the biggest. <laughs> they're all the biggest problems. They're all the worst. <laughs> Um, and there's my other biggest problem. My phone won't shut up. Urgh. Okay. Then, Chris Hemsworth, who, you know, he's like the heroic guy, right? right? And he's like the Marine and all this shit. They just, like, blow that off. And they're like, okay, yep, that just happened. Yep. Uh, done and done. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Spoilers for Red Dawn! <laughs> oh, shit. But no, like, okay... In the original Red Dawn, the two brothers, they, like, make this big heroic gesture, and they go in and take on the whole army, uh, you know, the Cuban army or whatever it is, and, uh, you know, so that the other kids can get away. Well, in this one, some fucking sniper just, like, blows his head off, and they're just like, oh, okay, that just happened. Uh, Now we're going to keep going with this movie. Like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) I mean, literally, it was, like, one second. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, what the... F- I mean, ah, I don't know. I had uh, some problems with this movie. <laughs> I'll say. Well, and then, like, the the, the whole... Uh, like, they, you know, they were the Wolverines or whatever. <laughs> right, but they were never, like... Uh, they were never, like... Uh, they were always just bitching at each other. Yes. They never, like, actually were like, hey, uh, you know, this is like a war, and, and the U.S. is in peril, and all this stuff. They are always just pissing and moaning about everything. Uh-huh. I was like... I guess it's the state of kids today, sir. Oh, state of Jesus. kids today. Fucking kids. Grow a pair. Jesus. <laughs> Fair enough. So <laughs> okay. it sounds like you didn't like it so yeah, much. No, well, you know, I loved it, but... No, I, I just didn't. had these few <laughs> I just, you know, they're minor right. problems. No, no, no. I, I mean, I, uh, I get like sort of that it was supposed to be for this, you know, for the younger generation. It was supposed to be, you know, modernized and all that stuff. But man, what a bunch of fucking pussies! Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, it's disappointing. It was. It was extremely disappointing. The action was okay, mm. but I don't know. I mean, I just, yeah. So, thumbs down on Red Dawn. Rated D for dumb. <laughs> All right. That's Ooh, a new I just, I just came up with a new rating system for our podcast, Phil. <laughs> you did. Rated A for awesome. Ooh. Or rated, uh, you know, uh, L for yeah. lame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just coming up with letters right there. <laughs> rated Z for xylophone. Oh, no, wait, that starts with an X. 
<laughs> I forgot what letter the xylophone started with because I use it on a daily basis. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to stop bitching about Red Dawn. Red Dawn Chong. <laughs> you insist on renaming that Red Dawn. Red. Whoa. Red Dawn Chong. Red Dawn Chong. That's really racist. <laughs> okay, good. She's so. Isn't she Tommy Chong's daughter? <coughs> what the hell nationality is Tommy Chong anyway? Who gives a? Fuck? Is he Mexican or is he Chinese or is he? Uh, Your guess is as good as mine. Sure, he's a stoner. That puts him in his own little nation. <laughs> he's gonna be. He's gonna start his own race. <laughs> Stoners. <laughs> We've been chemically altered, man. <laughs> We're way more creative than you guys. Oh, you do his voice really well. I actually I did. <laughs> <laughs> we may we're we're may we're, yeah. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I'm gonna stop talking now and get my Good tongue idea. to work. Correctly. Good idea. Okay. I have been taking up way too much of this podcast so far. Phil, go. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That transition um, <laughs> was too much for me. I wasn't prepared. Um, I, I thought I had my lines. I've seen a lot, and only a couple are any good. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the state of movies today, Phil. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, hmm, what do I want to talk about? Bill, the suspense is killing me. No, it's not. Um, I'll say what I'll say. I'll talk about Oz the Great and Powerful. <laughs> why, is Oz. It, why is it that in your mind, like you have this like connection of the word Oz and a like New York accent. <laughs> Every single time you say it, you have to say it like Oz. Oz. Or like a Oz I'm, the Great and Powerful. <laughs> He is pretty powerful. It's like I'm Linda Richmond over here. God. You know, have coffee talk with Oz. Talk amongst yourselves. You got the magic and everything. See, I I totally lost the accent there. <laughs> yeah, you really did. That was kind of pathetic. Um, is that the French version? Apparently. Film? Pathetique. Spelled pathetic. with a Q-U-E. Exactly. You've got that correct, sir. <laughs> so, Sam Raimi. <laughs> Um, inadvisably he took a big fat shit with this one didn't he yes have you seen it no but I didn't Um, so Franco is spectacularly miscast (laughs) I mean I just don't know why this guy does these movies like he's clearly not interested isn't he spectacularly miscast in almost everything well, like, except for, he, like, Pineapple Express. Right, because he could get high all day. And, but yeah, like, exactly. Except for his, like, stoner kind of movies. Well, but what, the thing... And the you, little pictures. That's yeah. what he likes to do. He should stick to that! Well, you made the point off-air at some point that, like, you can tell that James Franco about halfway through a movie just completely loses interest. Yeah, just and out. he just goes, eh, whatever. I'm still here. I'm getting paid $10 like his Oscar dollars. performance uh, over and over and over again. So, yes, James Franco, off the top, spectacularly miscast. Um, so, and I don't know what the fuck Mila Kunis was doing. That girl was going so far over the top. I don't know if she's trying to compete with the girl, with the lady from, like, the 1930s picture. 
<laughs> little yeah. dog too. That's spoilers for Oz. Um, <laughs> yeah, your little dog. That's a spoiler, right? <laughs> well, it lets you know who she is. She doesn't become that person until the. Her dog isn't big. Oh my god. Okay. Yes, um, I get you. I'm being uh, facetious. <gasps> I'm being facetiousness. <laughs> And, you know, Michelle Williams does okay. And um, Rachel Weisz, she does probably the best, but even that's not great. Um, was it Weisz for her to take this role? Jesus oh, my Christ. God. That was horrible. Um, <laughs> and, you know, this movie apparently costs like $200 million. Yeah. But most of it looks cheap. Really? The special effects are not great. I Yeah, this movie was, like, insanely expensive. Yes. And... Wow, if you don't see it on the screen, what the hell? I mean, uh, James yeah. Franco's pot budget can only be so much. Oh, hey, hey. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but this, I mean, this movie was downright bad. And uh, it made so much money. Um, it made so much money and so many people went to see it. I did have a friend, and I can't remember if I told this story on air, who told me, like, you remember how Royal Tenenbaums used to be like my least favorite movie of all time? <laughs> well, now it's Oz the Great and Powerful. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I would almost guarantee you the reason that so many people went to see it is because so many people have been raised on seeing The Wizard of Oz like endlessly. Yeah. No, I know, I know. And uh, they went... This was no Wizard of Oz. Well, right, but they, they went, well, I gotta see where they go with this, right? You know, like, I gotta... Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. It but, was just B.A.T. bad. Yeah, Beginning you know, to end, like, misconceived all the way around. You know, ah, that's, uh, you know, I, I kind of got the impression that was the case from it. That's yeah. why I never actually cared about seeing it. Sure. But, like, it's so fucking uh, disappointing to me sometimes. When you see these movies, it's like, oh, my God, this movie cost $200 million to make. Probably another $60 million to market. Yeah. And it was just like somebody just took a shit uh-huh. and went, whoops, okay, well, that sucked. You know, I mean. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like Hollywood's talking sequel because it made so much fucking money. That's fucking retarded. And I it's mean, so bad. It's so bad. Oh, that's just awful. And you know what? Honestly, when you said James Franco miscast, I remember seeing the trailer for it. I on mean, another yeah, movie like, and, and going, what? Like, yeah, James like, Franco? I mean, you you watch that, like, the the scene I remember from the trailer is when he's like, I don't want to be a good wizard. I want to be a great one. And you're like, mm. <laughs> oh, You know, the one I remember was with him in the balloon yeah. and just looking out like, fuck you. You know, <laughs> and it's like, like, wow. Yeah. This is this is so awesome. This is fucking amazing. Yeah. My fucking mind is blown right now. I think I think the key is if you give James Franco a blue screen to work with, he's like instantly turned off. Like he just can't deal. He has no imagination anymore. So well, yeah. he can't picture well, it. His, his picture bra- it. His brain's been fried apparently. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just I just remember that one shot of him in the balloon just being like, go fuck yourself. And it's like, wow, that's what I'm going to go take my <laughs> eight-year-old to see? Pretty much. There are better things out there. Avoid Oz the Great and Powerful. Okay. It's neither great nor powerful. <laughs> Oz the... 
I don't know. Never mind. Oz the mild and obnoxious. <laughs> the mild and obnoxious. <laughs> awesome. Um, Oz the, okay. We'll, we'll do the bad ones first, and then I'll move to the ones that are okay, and then the good ones. Okay, okay good. Um, next was Now You See Me. Um, Jesus. Turn that okay. shit off. Ah, sorry. Ringer's <laughs> still on. Um... So yes, Now You See Me uh, stars Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, uh, Isla Fisher, or Isla, however the fuck you say it. Um, Is it Isla or Isla? I, that's what I just, I don't know. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Um, that redhead bitch. All I know is she's got a great ass. Yeah, yeah. James Franco's brother, Dave. And uh, that's Star what, of 21 Jump Street. Was it? Oh, he was in that. Um, and, uh, what's his name? Anyway, the Hulk. Hulk Hogan? No, the Hulk. From the Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm like, Hulk Hogan was in that? Wow! <laughs> and Morgan awesome. Fre- And Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine. So essentially... As the black <laughs> Batman and his guest? Yes. Okay, well, yes. I forget how words work, Phil. I know you do, <laughs> sir. I know you do. So, yeah, um, these guys are a bunch of, like, varying levels of musician, you know, like a couple are on the street and a couple What's actually a have, like, show. Sorry. Edit point. <laughs> anyway. Okay, magician. They're varying levels of music. Musician. <laughs> Musicians. Gotcha. Um, Sorry, Phil. <laughs> so, yes, but they all get this these cards that like invite them to join some, you know, like mystical group of magicians who gives a fuck. Um, so it's like Harry Potter kind of, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And, um, and so they go there and they, 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 I don't know. Action picks up like a year later and blah, blah, blah. These guys have this big show in in Vegas and they're doing this big trick. Yada, 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 literally. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you, you go through this movie and, you know, there's like four big um, magic scenes. And otherwise... This is like on the, 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 like, top of the building and, like, in the right. big stage uh-huh. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. All okay. the stuff you see in the trailer. Okay. Um, and uh, it, the connection for all of it is so loose as to be bizarre. And um, the big reveal at the end is ridiculous. And I realized, like... Three quarters of the way through the movie, I was like, wow, they haven't developed these characters at all. I have no idea who these people are or what makes them tick. And why do I give a fuck what's going on in <laughs> so this movie? So they're basically just there to like put on a show. Right. They're, they're there to make the magic trick work. Like to have somebody on screen to do it. <laughs> so they're basically like uh, space fillers. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, well, it's it's just, like, at a certain point, you're just going, what the fuck am I here for? Yeah, like, well, nothing, nothing interesting is happening here besides a few special effects. Yeah, well, here's what I didn't get. I think I brought this up to you uh, when we watched the trailer, and maybe on <laughs> maybe on air, I don't remember, but um, the, the magic tricks that they do in yeah. the movie uh-huh. seem like, well, you couldn't do this without actual magic. Like, it's, <laughs> you know... There's a reason there's a difference between a magician and a illusionist, you know? Well, they explain all the tricks. Like they they Really? Yeah, so well, they, most they, of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, 
in the trailer, they look like this is actual magic. Like these people may be like no, aliens that... or wizards or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not quite, sir. Not quite. Well, um, but yeah, it's so, a Fisher. It's a... Now that's a word you don't want to talk about very much. I don't know what that meant. I don't know either. Okay. So I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and say that, yeah, at, at a certain point, I just realized that there, there was no point to this movie. That, that what was the, why am I watching it, essentially? But it is like one of the sleeper hits of the summer. Who knows? Well, would, in your opinion, and I'm actually being serious here for once, um, would it be better if you knew who the characters actually were, or would it not make a difference? No, I think that's the problem. They don't give, they give, they spend the whole movie, so they don't know who the architect is that's asked them to do all this. They're right. essentially they, they sent them all the cards, in the right? Um, and started the whole ball rolling, and you kind of spend the movie figuring out that person's backstory, okay. and are given zero for the actual main characters. Huh? You well, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just. Like, I, I'm wondering if, like, you thought it would be better if you actually knew these characters. Everything better. is better if you actually have characters in it. Really? Yes. Oh, screenwriting 101. <laughs> okay. Because so, I mean, you have to. You have to. Uh, this is the thing. You have to be able to care about the characters in order to have any investment in what the fuck's going on in the movie. That's what that's I realized. That's very true. Like, like you're getting. It's like 20 minutes before the end. And all of, you know, Dave Franco and, all, and Jesse Eisenberg and everything, they're all in this elevator heading up to do their big finale. Right. And they're kind of having this banterish stuff back and forth. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? Who are these people? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I don't if know. I was in, ele- in an elevator with you, I wouldn't talk to you. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, that kind of goes each, back to my Red Dawn point. Each scene gets... Was that I hated the guy <laughs> who yeah. was the younger brother. So, like, I didn't... I would actually much rather have seen him get shot in the head than fucking Chris Hemsworth. Exactly, exactly. And then he's at the end, he's going, oh, we're going to fucking win the war. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. You know? It's so, just a, Sorry. Um, each character gets about a 45-second intro that's supposed to kind of, like, set you up with who they are at the beginning of the movie, and that's it. Wow. There's more uh, uh, intro to characters in uh, fucking Ocean's Eleven than that. <laughs> more intro to characters in most porns Ooh. than in this picture. Yeah, so... That's a different podcast. So, well, so well, yes, you know, like, uh, Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman do what they can. Um, you know, and Melanie Laurent, who's a beautiful, great French actress. Um, she does what she can in the movie. The people who are good, like, get where they can go, but there's not, there's, you know, nothing really there waiting for yeah, well, you know, it's like sort of like if you if you're going somewhere but there's nowhere to go, exactly. then what are you gonna do? Did uh, Michael Caine talk about a magic trick the size of a tangerine? <laughs> I'm afraid he did not. Oh man! <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought this was like a sequel to Batman or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> so yeah, that's a definite thumbs down for now. You see me? I'm surprised. Okay, that's. That's one of the few you, big movies on this list that I paid to see, Well, you, and I'm pissed. <laughs> You're like, I want my fucking money back, Pretty assholes. Much. And you know what was the funniest thing? I am enough out of it, apparently, uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, when me and you were just talking on the patio, that when you said, now you see me, I thought you meant, I see you oh, God. with Sylvester Stallone. Alone. Yeah, and so, yeah. 
I'm just, Tom Berenger. Just putting that out there that that's a I'm an idiot. Underappreciated. The first half. Anyway. What, that I'm an idiot? No. Oh, that's totally uh, That You're an idiot. Is, yeah. yeah it's, it's that's totally appreciated. appreciated. I, I acknowledge that every about 10 <laughs> minutes or so. <laughs> you're like, no, please. If I could only make that point more. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more opportunity. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, What else? What did I? Okay. So I'll talk about The Paperboy. This is the movie based on the uh, the, Atari, uh, the Atari video game, right? No, unfortunately it's not. Oh, damn it. This is the... Uh, <laughs> you know like... what? I actually saved that joke from when you said it before. I saved it for the podcast, so it still didn't get Bingo. laughed. Bingo. Well, it's maybe it will out there. You, <laughs> okay. You can hope. <laughs> well. It's just dead air in here. I know, right? <laughs> um, but, uh, okay. Anyway, back to it. Um... Yes, this is the movie directed by the the gentleman who did Precious, and um, it's like a pot based boiled. on the novel by Sapphire. Sapphire, Sapphire, <laughs> based on the based what's on, the thirty based rock on the joke? novel Push by Sapphire. No, the the joke from Thirty Rock is that it's um, a fresh ass based on the novel Tush <laughs> <laughs> by Asphire. <laughs> <laughs> that may be one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Yeah, exactly. I know. Anyway, uh, watch more Thirty Rock. Um, uh, okay. So anyway, so yes, it's uh, it's that guy uh, whose name is escaping me at the moment, and um, and it stars Nicole Kidman, John Cusack, Matthew McConaughey, um, Zac Efron, and a couple other people. And it's it's you know the the South and the '60s, and it's all you know convoluted. Um, based People on like a have novel, serious conversations about shit. And Macy Gray, yeah, Macy Gray <laughs> plays a major part. Like I guess it was developed by other people, and this and the 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 precious guy came on, and like you could tell he was interested in one part of the movie. Yeah. And that was Zac Efron's relationship with Macy Gray, who was their na- who was like his nanny kind of character. Well, I would be interested in that relationship too because okay. it would be a, a a teen star and an alien. <laughs> Macy Gray robbed a bank. Um, yeah, tell right. us where that's from, people. Um, and I'm not spilling the beans because I know <laughs> he's just saying that. Um, oh, shut up. <laughs> Um, but I will say this movie is literally, it felt un like completely incompetent. Like it makes little sense from beginning to end. I mean, literally like barely like, holy fuck. So like people showed up, like people showed up and did their lines and then the the editor went, "Uh, uh, what? Made it a little foggy (laughs) and it fade out to some other fucking scene that you had no idea where it was coming so, from. It was, like, there'd be like, six months later, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, six, what? <laughs> what the fuck's like, going on? So like, Who's that guy? So what you're saying is this had a feel of like, if they were actually editing on film, like he dropped it all on the floor and just went, uh, well, shit. I it, guess was, it. it was basically in order, but it, it just made zero sense. You were like, okay, whatever. I guess that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> wait, hold on. Why is this guy wearing a crown? I mean, um, literally. Wait, hold on. This guy's on fire now? What the hell? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> underestimating when I say that it was incompetently made. It was just 
horrid. Well, and you know, uh, some of the pieces are good. The, 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 you know, some of the acting's really good. You know, Zac Efron's okay. Nicole Kidman's suitably over the top. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Matthew McConaughey. Oh boy. You know, poor guy. That, that movie was just unkind to him. Uh, and the same with John Cusack. Well, is, okay. Is Matthew McConaughey's character now, like who he is, is just being over the top? Is that his, is that him? Like, is that who he is now? <laughs> like, really? Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, that's kind of what he does. I mean, him. like, there's there's no character that you see him as in a movie in the last, I don't know, five years yeah. that hasn't been completely just goofball over the top. Pretty much. Right? Yep. So he, he has the world's best life. He can <laughs> show up to a movie set, get totally stoned, and just, like fucking uh, you know act like a goofball and that's just hey right on man pretty you much know, that's that's you <laughs> yeah don't but my advice okay unless you really have an interest in seeing uh, probably about a third of the movie with zach efron and his tidy whities avoid the paper log who doesn't Exactly, right? <laughs> um, that was really uh, Or a really racist. bizarre scene um, in which, uh, at an interview in a prison, um, Nicole Kidman and John Cusack masturbate together in the room with everybody watching. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I, if that sounds interesting to you, for or the, watching Nicole, okay, uh, uh, watching, uh, Nicole, no, watching, choose your words carefully. Watching Nicole Kidman uh, pee on Zac Efron after he's uh, uh, stung by a jellyfish. If that sounds interesting to you, the paper boys, your picture. Uh, you just said a bunch of words that made me feel very weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. It's okay. a deeply bizarre <laughs> movie. It, yeah, it, for this the first movie should never have been made, <laughs> and the people who are in it should regret it. For the first time tonight, Phil, I have, I'm speechless right now, just thinking about <laughs> Nicole Kidman and John Cusack masturbating in a fucking prison interview room. Pretty much. Yeah. With Matthew McConaughey, Zac Efron. Don't even and, tell me the other and, people that were there. That's his, just weird. And his and his uh, Matthew McConaughey's like black assistant, all watching him do this. Was it Sapphire? Yes, <laughs> it was fresh ass. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words, Phil. I know, I know. I have no words. So yeah, that's that's by far the worst movie I've seen in a long time. Now we'll move on to the movies that are just. Okay. First one being this little Australian picture. Okay. I am still Maybe like, we'll I, I, a minute no, I, I need some air or something. I swear to God. That, okay. We can, we can pause. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm um, forging ahead. <laughs> I watched this movie, uh, this Australian picture called Red Hill. Uh, it's available on Netflix Instant Stream if you want to watch it, if it sounds interesting to you. Uh, stars Ryan Quanton, however you say his name, Quanton. I don't know who that is. He's on True Blood. I've never seen True Blood. Again. I know. Keep up. See, here's the thing. Okay. I mean, how do you not... No, no. I mean, like, this I don't like watch a... these things, but I know who's there. No, but I've heard of the guy with the, the really Italian name. The big guy 
uh, Manginello or whatever yeah, yeah. from Magic Mike. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. Like, but you keep talking about shows, and it, you keep talking about shows that, like, I, I'm not retarded. I know they're like, <laughs> they're, they're not, they're like very popular shows. Thank you shows. for clarifying. <laughs> well, you know, I thought it must be pointed out. But like. If um, you're hearing that, people, and it's yes, hailing. It's hailing on our recording studio right now. Um, but no, I I know, I know these shows and I know they're super popular and I know everybody's talking about it and all this shit, but I have never seen an episode. Do of, you read Entertainment Weekly, my friend? I do, but here's the thing. Do you ever visit websites? (laughs) (laughs) Is that one of those URL things? It might be. No, no, no. HTTP colon backslash backslash. (laughs) Ah, you lost me. Right around the colon part. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually where I (laughs) Okay. I'm going to actually give you a very serious list of the or the, uh, TV shows I've never seen. Okay? Oh, great. No, no, no. <laughs> not every single one in history. So, so we can assume that everything you, you, that you're not about to mention, you have watched. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm going to give you... I, let me rephrase that. I'm going to give you a list of the movies... God. The TV shows that are, like, super popular that I've never seen one single episode of. Sure. Okay. Glee. Okay. Uh, 30 Rock. Mm, disappointed. Uh, uh, the one that's popular. Um, <laughs> that one, one that shows Bateman. on that night. What? Jason Bateman. Uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Cool. I've never you. seen an episode. That says a lot Um, Glee. You said that already. Uh, Girls. Wait, no, I did see one episode of that. Yeah. Uh, I actually have seen... A bunch of episodes of uh, uh, the medieval one, uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. So those, I mean, there's a bunch of fucking TV shows that I've never seen anything of. I think that's most people. But uh, anyway, so back on track. I'm just that saying might be these things now. are out there. <laughs> I don't watch most of these shows either, but I'm aware of who's on them. I'm aware of who's on some of them. <laughs> anyway, so yes, Ryan Quanton. Whoa. Um, Auss- Sorry. Aussie dude, this is an Aussie movie. Uh, Red Hill, this is what we're talking about again to get back to it. In case I forgot. <laughs> um, and so it's essentially Ryan Quanton, is a, he's a... He had a bad experience in the big city and he's moved to this small outback town in Australia, to be a cop. And, um... Kind of like Schwarzenegger and, uh... Exactly. Exactly. Um, I really want to apologize for interrupting so much. I am not going to do it anymore. Bullshit. Uh... (laughs) I call bullshit! (laughs) Shenanigans, sir. (laughs) Hooliganism. (laughs) Um... (laughs) That's the best! (laughs) Um, Okay. So, yes, on his first day at work as a cop in this tiny town, like, this, um, uh, escaped, this convict escapes from jail who's on a mission to kill the sheriff of his town. His own town? That he now works for. Okay. 
Um, and so, you know, they assign, they, the whole town gets together and everybody got their guns and they all go out to monitor the like four roads into town. So it's sort of like a Red Dawn situation. Exactly. Okay. Um, Wolverines, right? Um, and so Ryan Kwan, you know, he goes out. Who would be in Australia? It'd be like platypuses or some shit. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. 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 You are so disorganized. I know, right? Um... And so anyway, yeah. Platypuses so, continue. So, you know, escape convict comes to town, starts blowing people away. Um, awesome. That's essentially the basic plot line. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's in parts great. Like, okay. there are pieces of that movie that I'm like, holy fuck, that was really fucking good. So now, is this an Australian but, movie? Yes. It is. Okay. But it it gets to points where it, like tips over into goofy and you're like oh what do you do like it it just keeps getting to places like yeah movies build tension right sure this movie will keeps like building tension and then spilling it out <laughs> and then building some more tension and then whoops never mind you know, sprinkling it, it all over the that all over the pretty place. much pretty much and it's it's produced by greg mclean uh, but not directed by him and it really wants to be a greg mclean movie I'll just say that. It really wants to have, like, the atmosphere of Wolf Creek. Um, well, well, the thing is, mm, I've seen a fair amount of, like, Australian-produced pictures, mm. and they tend to do that. Like, they'll be really good for a little while, and then they'll sort of go, well, now we're going to get goofy. Yeah. You know? I, so, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just a... A tick? I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's but, just a racial yeah, yeah. thing. So, Get with it, Australians. So, uh, <laughs> they're not a race. Um, I'll well, just, they're all prisoners. This is one of the most fun podcasts I've ever had, Phil. I gotta tell you. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Phil's like, yeah. Not the, for me. This is the worst. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Need a beer. Um... But yeah, so so I mean, it's like <laughs> incrementally good, but incrementally like uh, whatever. So well, think about um, what uh, what was the movie with uh, Rachel Ward? Was it Rachel Ward? The yes. one about the the killers that went on Fortress. Yes, Fortress. Think about that movie. It was really effective in some parts, also somewhat goofy in some parts. I don't remember. That movie is intense from beginning to end. It's, I don't remember there being a goofy point in that. Really? Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I did, that movie has haunted my dreams since I was about like, six. I, I have had nightmares since I, I have very, uh, I have separation issues from my third grade teacher. Pretty much. <laughs> Okay, um, moving on. <laughs> I so, yeah. do not want to hear about that. Red Hill's an iffy one. Uh, see it if you want. It's it's a decent couple hours. I love um, how you say that. See it if you want. If, <laughs> you if it sounds interesting to you. No, I know. And you're a Ryan Quentin fan. I know, but like, I just love how you're like, ah, you know, do whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> That's all I can ever do, right? No, and these, are these people actually listening to me? I doubt it. Um, what else was okay? White House Down. Oh, boy. White House Down. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, 
I got a couple issues with this movie. So, um, Roland Emmerich, picture. Um, okay. Channing Phil, Tatum. Phil, give me the pitch for this movie. Right <laughs> now. Go. <laughs> uh, terrorists at the White House. It's not a pitch. That's all they thought That's of. That's a cop-out. Oh, man. <laughs> That's all See, they okay. thought of. Yeah, whatever. Okay, here's my pitch. Yeah. I'm going to take this thing that you didn't want to do, turn around, do it myself. Pitch is Roland Emmerich, Independence Day, made Will Smith famous. Welcome to Earth. Uh, uh, I lost yeah, my this, train of thought. This isn't much. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> shit's blown up. Uh, landmarks all over the place. Uh, going to shit. Um, Jamie Foxx is the president. Uh, why? I don't know, but okay. End of pitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I would oh, have bought that movie. Oh, wait. And Channing um, uh, Tatum has some muscles. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's a really, muscle okay. guy. He's really, what Channing Tatum is doing in doing, is doing in that movie. And he's doing wish, it and doing it and doing it well. Exactly. Um, is really wishing he was old enough to have been Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Hey, like, I don't blame him. <laughs> like that yeah. is, he's got the wife beater. And I mean, he's got he's, the, like muscles and like he's running around with no shoes on and. Exactly. Yes. This is what I mean. Right? This is Die Hard in the White House. Uh, uh, with Jamie Foxx. Uh, Apparently I have a problem with Jamie Foxx. I know you do. I do too. Jimmy Fox isn't really, um, he didn't get on my nerves in the picture. That's interesting. <laughs> and normally he gets on my nerves about five minutes. He didn't really get on my nerves. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it, the plot is insanely convoluted, but also predictable. If you can... Oh, uh, yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, and I'm not being facetious. I really can. <laughs> it is a Roland Emmerich movie. Let's not forget. The The special effects are occasionally a bit wonky. If you see the picture, what I felt was the worst was the strange limo chase on the lawn of the White House. That was a bit weird. Um, it just didn't look very good. It looked cheap. Um, but <clears throat> some of it is, like, spectacularly good. Like, when they, well... It's in the trailer. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> You're when like, they shoot no down, spoiler. <laughs> when they, they spend shoot down all the, the money on the trailer. Yes, when they shoot down the Air Force One, that's, that that's actually probably the looked, best scene in the movie. That actually looked pretty impressive. It, it I is. Got, I, you know. And that's like the one time in the movie where I was like, oh, that poor vice president. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who is it, like Bob Balaban or something? No, it's, uh, what's his name, Michael Moriarty. Oh, right, yeah. Tanner 88, but anyway. <laughs> Tanner 88. Um, Yes. What does that mean? Okay, anyway. <laughs> Moving on. I really don't know what that means. Well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> He's like, this doesn't bear recording. <laughs> so, okay. So anyway, um, here's my question. Yeah. Is Jamie Foxx in any way redeemable as the President of the United States? Sure. After the first 30 minutes or so. He just he's just shooting stuff. It's fine. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, I just thought I was like, really, this is a. Uh, I was like, 
Jamie Foxx, I mean, if you're going to want to get a younger black guy to play the president of the United States, you could probably find a better guy than Jamie Foxx. Like who? Chris Brown. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Edit. Talk point. about a wife beater. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, hello, anyway. Rihanna. Oh, man. So, not Chris Brown. <laughs> not Chris Brown. <laughs> Um, Dave Chappelle? No. Uh, I don't know any more black guys. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. See, now I'm just fucking with you, and this is awesome. Okay. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Not young. <laughs> you He's said young. young in my eyes, Phil. Oh, well, he ain't young in anybody <laughs> else's. He looks like he's having trouble walking these days. <laughs> I know, right? He's, you know, and the funniest thing about Morgan Freeman is that he's like super famous for his voiceovers and stuff, but he honestly seems like he may be having a little bit of trouble sometimes with the voiceovers. <laughs> like, he, he goes, oh, okay, let me focus here. Sort of I like me on this podcast. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, so at any rate, White House uh, down. Justin will, Bieber. <laughs> I will give it that it is moderately entertaining. And if you're looking for a fairly innocuous, giant explosions type of summer picture, you could do worse. You know what? This picture is, is decent. I like giant explosion uh, movies, yeah. as you well know. And I actually do like, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the non-Jamie Fox guy. <laughs> I don't. I don't like Channing Tatum, uh, but he didn't get really? on the Really? He's, he's too white trash. He's too ghetto for me. Really? See, this is a weird thing, because I've never understood this, and this is something we've never talked about on the podcast. I think we've talked like, about it before. No, no, no. Like, why is it that you don't like the guy? He, he's, uh, if I like the guy, like, he's, it seems like he has a pretty good sense of humor. He's, you know. Uh, I, don't I don't know, know. how I'm not clear enough. He's a little too white trash. He's a little too ghetto. Like okay. It's not always appropriate for every well, role to be, to be, you know, to be that kind of guy. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. Not every Secret Service agent grew up in fucking Middleboro, Massachusetts. No. <laughs> or wait, no, they all did. Pretty much. <laughs> they have like a fucking cloning facility there. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So at any rate, no, I just, I just don't, I just don't like him. I don't, I don't, he just gets on yeah. my, he trips some wires. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't really like Channing Tatum. I don't really like Jamie Foxx. The movie was okay. I if you like, like that combination, <laughs> you'll probably like White House. Okay, Dad. so here's the the classic uh, movie uh, combos. Uh, you know, Bob Hope uh, and. Uh, what this is about if we're if we're going for buddy pictures. This is about on par with uh, Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal. <laughs> I was I actually no, and I, and I understand what you're saying, but I'm more thinking of uh, Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah. Ooh, Taxi, good call. Yeah, good pull, right? Exactly. These um, brain cells aren't already dead. <laughs> they're getting. They're, they're getting. getting. 
Um, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I don't, it's hard to talk about it. I'm thinking Alex Winter, so... Keanu Reeves. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Whatever. Um, okay, sorry, Phil. I swear to God, I'm going to stop interrupting you. Bullshit. Um, so, what was I even saying? Uh, it's got all of, White House Down has pretty much every trope that Roland Emmerich has ever rolled out. You know, the whip-smart kids and the, you know, you know yada, yada, yada. Everything that you've, you've seen in every other Roland Emmerich movie, it's in here too. Does he just, okay, here's the thing. He just makes the same movie, but he just puts a different situation around it. And it's either, uh, back in prehistoric days. Well, or, not, it's not, you know, it's not that. It's, um, it's that he always uses the same characters. Right. Well, it's like the guy who wants it's, to call his son, or right. the fucking kid that can't talk to his dad, or like fucking some single mom who's forging her way through life, or Pretty some much. bullshit. That's you it. know, you got it. It's like really. It's like these are just the same characters, just uh, expressed in different actors. Pretty much. Yes. You know. So yeah, I mean, we are agreeing right now Indeed. for once. Yeah. So, yeah, White House Down, like I say, you could do worse for summer entertainment and probably will in a few years. <laughs> uh, by the way, I think I might be right in saying that Pacific Rim will bomb. Really? Yes. No. There's a lot of buzz that its tracking is super soft. Really? Like, uh, like, no. like Guillermo del Toro is out there tweeting like, it's not bad, it's not bad, we're getting better. <laughs> it's just, I mean, uh, people it's are. It's just a little bit airborne. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> people at Warner Brothers and Legendary are like on panic mode. Really? Yes. Ah, uh, I don't want to hear that. Sorry, I just figured I'd mention it. Uh, that was one yeah, of my calls. So you're gonna crush my dreams, exactly. Phil. That was one of my calls uh, in our summer preview. <laughs> it was, and but... it, it, we'll see. There's still a couple weeks, but it looks bad. Uh, anyway. Reshoot! Reshoot! <laughs> Um, the next one I'll talk about uh, is the Bling Ring. Ugh, this was not one of my looking forward to this movies. Well, I'm sorry for you. Um, it just uh, so to give you the basics, it, it is a true story. Uh, if you remember from say whatever six years ago, I don't know seven, something like that. Um, these kids just like on a whim started breaking into Paris Hilton's house and stealing some stuff. And she never noticed, and so they kind of became encouraged. Right. And they started stealing from other celebrities. Because they they wanted that celebrity lifestyle. They wanted to dress in the Mew Mew and the, and the Louboutins and, and all that stuff that comes with being a celebrity. They just wanted to steal it. Um, well, it's easier than uh, buying it. Correct. I mean... Um, so, uh, yeah, so all these kids from, you know, the OC <laughs> just, uh, just, you know, run up to Ella, to the hills, uh, steal from Audrina Patridge and head back home, you know, and just, uh, and, uh, yeah, so it's their story, um, and it walks, uh, an odd line, and I'll say, I like the movie, um, it's beautifully shot, it's certainly well played, you know, it's Sofia Coppola as the director, and uh, she does uh, a good job. It's just morally kind of suspect. Because these guys were about seeking fame, right? They were, right. They were wanting to get close to that fame. And the movie, 
is halfway rewarding them. You know what I mean? Even well, though the even though the movie's kind of like, weren't these guys so bad? You know, no, you know, blah blah blah. These kids were just out of control. You yeah, know, it, it's it's wanting to condemn them, but at the same time, it romanticizes. Yeah, them. no, and here's the thing about that movie that I saw from the very uh, that I saw at least, and I could be completely wrong, but it was sort of like. Hey, check out these kids. They sort of went, uh, you know, they maybe they maybe they're uh, not right for doing this, but they took a stand. And it's like, no, no, they didn't. That, that's, no. that's not the message of the movie at all. <laughs> well, not took a stand, but like uh, sort of like they went out there and they did this and whatever. And it's like, what did they do? They stole somebody or they stole stuff from other people. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's a commentary on on the state of children today. I'm just saying that it that while it is that, it also at the same time is kind of rewarding them for having done that. Yeah, yeah. By making them famous for doing. Well, that. sure. I mean, so so that's why I find the movie it just rides a real uncomfortable line of 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 whether you know it, what these kids did was clearly bad, but at the same time I'm kind of glamorizing. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it, well, do you think that, like, the it, in the end, is the movie saying, well, this was, you know, they shouldn't have done this? Or it was like, uh, well, you know, hey. No, it's definitely saying they shouldn't have done it. It definitely makes fun of them. It has a serious, like, to die for vibe. A okay. black comedy where Emma Roberts, um, Hermione from uh, the Harry Potter movies, um is so far over the top that she is, like, literally doing a Nicole Kidman and To Die For impersonation. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's got a real black comedy vibe in a lot of it. But, it, I mean, it's definitely attempting to condemn them. Okay. Well, you know, I gotta say that although I talk about how I like naked girls in movies and all this stuff, I don't really want to... You know, a movie to be like, hey, uh, somebody something did that was like clearly awful. Uh, we love it. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that it doesn't necessarily say, oh, well, this was okay because these celebrities just were out of control. Because I've like read things and seen things on you know, movies and TV and stuff that said basically the message was, well, celebrities are out of control, so we need to knock them down and do whatever we can and whatever. So I'm glad that wasn't it. No, these guys weren't weren't knocking celebrities. They wanted to be them, and getting their clothes and their jewelry and well, stuff was getting close to them. Well, right, but what I mean is is is, is not uh, not from the character's point of view, but from like the filmmaker's point of view. Oh, celebrities are shitty, you know. So we need to tear them down or uh, take them oh. down or not. It's not about yeah again. It's not about the celebrities. It's about the kids. But um, but yeah. So I mean, if you if you've seen the trailer, go watch the trailer. If it interests you, go see it. It's got a great soundtrack. It's a beautiful movie. Um, it just again think about that. It, it where it's riding that weird line of 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 at the same time condemning uh, condemning and glamorizing the events that it's portraying. So it's it's just. An odd picture. Um, but, okay. again, pretty Sophia darn Sophia Coppola? Yeah. Odd? What? 
Um, and then the last one I want to talk about, and this is a long time for me talking, <laughs> is um, The Way, Way Back. And this is, it comes out in a few weeks, I think. Um, but it is, uh, you know, kind of a summer coming-of-age picture. Um, stars Steve Carell, Tony Collette, Allison Janney, Sam Rockwell, um, what the hell is that chick's name? Piper Parabo. Uh, you know, just really a, yeah. from like uh, the 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 bar picture. Uh, it's not Coyote Piper. Ugly. It's not Piper Parabo. It's um. <sighs> now I've forgotten her name. Um, <laughs> Phil, you looked very like heartbroken over that. It's okay. We can move on. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so it's uh, this kid. And he's the he and his um, mother and his mother's boyfriend and and his and the boyfriend's daughter are all going to Cape Cod for the summer, um, as we all do, indeed. Um, so uh, so yeah, and it's their story once they get there. Steve Carell, um, this may be his first time playing a true villain. Really, like the first scene in the movie is pretty brutal. Like everybody's asleep, but the kid Duncan. And um, and Steve Carell, who plays his stepdad, um, or um, boyfriend, and um, and he's and Steve Carell asks him, you know, like, what do you think of yourself on a scale of one to ten? How do you think of yourself? And the boy's like, I don't know, I don't want to answer that. That after you know some prodding, he says, I don't know, a six. And Steve Carell's answer is, no, I give you at most. A three. Wow. <laughs> you seem like a, you know, worthless kind of layabout <coughs> who doesn't do anything to, to better himself. So, wow. you know, blah, blah, blah. So Steve Carell is clearly the villain of this picture, and he does a really good job at it. It's, it's, a, it's a good stretch for him. Um, and so, you know, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Duncan, to get away from this, this boyfriend, goes uh, and latches on to Sam Rockwell, who's the manager of a water park that's, like, down the road. Well, and, who would? And so he starts working at the water park, and, you know, he comes out of a shell. It's a coming-of-age picture. You know, right. Certain things are bound to happen. But uh, it's, it's uh, I'll say this, it's heartwarming, it's funny, um, it's really kind of maybe the best movie I've seen all summer. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, okay. I will be sure to check it out. <laughs> the way, way I, back, my friend. Well, you know what the funny thing is, though, is that I can really see that, like, uh, Steve Carell, uh, like, he he has this real good guy vibe about him. Yeah. But at the same time, I could see him being really mean to somebody. Well, that's the thing. It, it's it's funny with comedians. Most of them have it where, where you know, they're funny guys. But there's some, you know, really dark kernel down in their soul that that they're doing comedy to get away from. Probably. And, you know, it, uh, Phil, I've never expressed it right now on this podcast. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to say that I'm the spawn of Satan. No, but, like, I, yeah. Don't it, I know it. <laughs> well, no, there's, there's a very, like, I think that guys that are funny uh, have... A real, like, they can express something being so mean to somebody else that, like, somebody else who wasn't funny couldn't because they wouldn't think of it. Right. And so I can I can really see 
you know, Steve Carell doing that. Yeah. It's almost like what Jim Carrey tried to do in The Cable Guy. Yeah. Like, he tried to be this, like, sort of weird evil guy. <laughs> I don't think he was evil, but, like, he was just this weird, like, fucked up guy. Yeah. And so it was sort of like he tried to do that, but, like, all all these comedians that you can think of probably have that real, like, one part of them that they could, you know, bring out and be <laughs> like, whoa, what the hell was that, you Indeed, know? Indeed, so. But, yes, so I hardly recommend The Way, Way Back... It's the best movie of the summer. Okay. Good deal. Uh, a couple of trailers. We have, indeed. We are coming to the end of the show. Ooh. But before, before we go to the end of the show, uh-huh. we have a couple of trailers to talk about. Okay. All right. So. What's first on your list? The first one has to be The Escape Plan. Oh, my. This movie, sign me up. Uh... The, if you haven't seen it, stop the fucking podcast right now <laughs> and go watch it. It's uh, it's uh, Sylvester Stallone, uh, who is some sort of weird like escape artist who goes into prisons and breaks out of them and somehow gets paid for it. Right, and then uh, he uh, he gets thrown in this prison that he he thought he was gonna be paid for or something and then it turns out it's a trick right and guess who's in that prison phil who i bet you will never guess it's not steven seagal (laughs) although i wish it was uh it is arnold fucking schwarzenegger so we have a sylvester stallone movie slick you know photography uh slick uh action sequences and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. And lay out the reasons that you have any problem with that. Go. Well, I'll say this. Um, this movie looks about the exact opposite of why I loved The Last Stand. The Last Stand was goofy, and it was fun, and it returned, it returned Arnold to that great, place with the one-liners and and you know just him doing his thing and it was so awesome to reconnect with that feeling from you know whatever 15 years ago when arnold ruled the world um that i love that movie and this movie looks like it has very little sense of humor maybe it does but i'm not i i guess maybe i'm just not interested in seeing a straight stallone uh schwarzenegger action picture that's that's kind of a bit passe. Okay. I don't think it's fun. And, you know, having Jim Caviezel in there, who's like my least favorite guy in Hollywood. Is he your least favorite Jesus? Yes. <laughs> um, of all the Jesuses, he's my least favorite. <laughs> um, little baby, be- little sweet baby Jesus being the best. Um, what about big baby Jesus? <laughs> big baby Jesus? Uh, old dirty bastard. Uh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So, yeah, it just looks no fun. It looks, okay, here's what it looks like. It looks like the sixth day. No fucking way. It looks like the sixth day. I'm going to defeat your possible hypothesis about this movie (laughs) right now. Okay, so here's, here's what happens in this movie. Stallone, 
he fair, he takes himself fairly seriously, okay? And I get that. Whatever, he's fine. But, like, when in the trailer, just the placement of Stallone, or uh, Schwarzenegger, in the trailer, signals that he is not really taking this so seriously, but in the end, he's actually giving these one-liners and and uh, performing in this the sense that he did back then, which uh, in his previous movie, The Last Stand, was just trying to be cheesy. He wasn't trying to be cheesy in uh, you know the Predator or any of those '80s movies. He wasn't trying to do that. Well, but last, he was by but day. he was by True Lies, and he was by Eraser. I'm not sure that that's true. I'm definitely sure. It's okay, true. well, you when know what? your lines degenerate to your luggage, luggage, something's wrong. Okay, you're not. You're trying. You're okay. going for the lines, which is what Last okay. Stand was. All right, fine. But the Last Stand was when I saw it. I didn't have necessarily a problem with it but it was too self-aware it was too much of that and no 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 no. you're wrong phil (laughs) you didn't like it (laughs) but um no it was uh, the this the escape plan looks like the perfect movie to be that same thing that they had in the 80s no. or early 90s. It looks like yeah, a no. sad attempt at No, it. sir. It looks like a sad, unfunny attempt to recapture some old glory, which is all Stallone's been doing for the past decade. No, sir. And I'm sorry that he, he's managed to, you know, roll Schwarzenegger in, because Schwarzenegger's better than Stallone. Wow. No, sir. In any Okay. Century. All right, fine. Again, I mean, I'm going to see this picture. No, I saw the sixth day, but that's about what I'm expecting. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the problem with your argument here is that if Stallone is taking himself too seriously. Yes. And Schwarzenegger's not. Yeah. Then where does it meet in the middle? Maybe Stallone knows he's taking himself too seriously in the public eye. Maybe. And I mean, but he, seriously, I mean, at he least, made the fucking expendable. Maybe, maybe the movie is totally different. The trailer makes it look like he's playing it pretty goddamn straight. Right. He made the expendables. Do you think that he thought that was going to be taken seriously? I think he tried. The second one I, I haven't seen. That. The first one? Oh, the second the, one is horseshit. The first one. The first one. He he was. He was. He wasn't. I don't think he was trying to be goofy with that movie. No, he the wasn't. The second but... one, he like fucking like. Oh, I think I'm funny. So let's throw Chuck Norris in here too. You know, like well, come no, on. No, no. But do you think he has to be goofy to 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 get that movie's point across? Like in the sense of like, okay, fine. I know I'm not like, you know, Jason Statham or something. I think. Well, okay. I think he was. I think people assumed he was trying to be ironic, and I don't really think he was. That's what I. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? You mean that's, with the Expendables? Correct. Well, how do you know whether or not anybody's being ironic? 
Because some of the action sequences in that movie are pretty straight. There's nothing ironic about them. The same cannot be said, say, for The Last Stand, where almost everything in that movie is ironic. Right, right. I'm not, like, arguing with you about that. Like, what was on Stallone's mind? I just don't like Stallone anymore. I think he's fucking ugly. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's taken too many roids in his life, and it just started to tear him down. But see, here's the thing that... Here's the the impression that I get. Yeah. From that trailer uh-huh. is that uh, he's like the straight guy. Yeah. You know, and Schwarzenegger's like the goofy guy. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, the trailer wasn't honestly, doing a good job of portraying that. That's what I get from it. Is I he's did like, not get that same. Okay. Thing. All right. Send us uh, your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the trailer. You tell us who wins. <laughs> Who wins? Yes. Oh, I win. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Guess not. Yeah, I don't know. I, it just, I, I watched that trailer and kind of went, oh. Well, like, uh, oh. But see, okay, here's the like, thing. Oh, well, missed opportunity. Let's see what he does next. <laughs> but see, here's the thing that, he, and this actually is really what I think, is that, uh, Excuse me. Jeez. Expendables 2, Schwarzenegger was like sort of jammed in there just to play the goofy guy and like say weird lines. Right. And then The Last Stand was a little too self-aware. Uh-huh. Uh, so this one kind of seems more like a movie that they actually would make at you know, back, I don't know, 15 years ago or whatever. And I like that. It's like, it's sort of like if you put Stallone and uh, uh, whoever in a movie, would they make Tango and Cash? Probably not. But they weren't doing it to be ironic. Stallone never is. I love how you condescend to me, bro. <laughs> I'm condescending to Stallone, not to you. Okay. I just, I think Stallone just sucks the life out of most things. Or, or tries to give them weight, you know? Like, you take a fucking Rambo movie and make it about the, the horrible suffering of the Malaysian people. You know, like... Oh, well, it, okay, and see, maybe... Wah, wah. <laughs> Malaysians... Wah, wah. Whatever. Burmese. That's it. <laughs> and that's the... Yeah. Some Southeast Asian fucknut hot country. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Somebody got Phil's angry pills tonight. <laughs> okay, so what was the other trailer? The Wolf of Wall Street. Did this movie looks goddamn fantastic. I really want to see this movie. I don't know that it looks that good. In fact, it I'll, I'll, I'm going to backtrack here and say that this movie looks a little too goofy. It does. And it looks it uh, it looks very goofy. And the reason that I, that I want to see it yeah. is because I have not seen a goofy movie like that in a long time. And at this point... I am not worried about, like, what's wrong with the world or fucking Burmese fuckwads. I'm 
I want to see a movie that looks kind of goofy or looks sort of like, it's like Hansel and Gretel, uh, Vampire Hunters or whatever, you know? Yeah. I want to see a movie like that. Like, it doesn't take itself seriously. And obviously that movie doesn't take itself very seriously. You never know. I mean, it is Scorsese. I'm, I'm worried what I, okay, here's what I'm worried. You know, a movie can look goofy as shit, but I'm worried that will that will have some weird casino esque vibe where you know, and then it all fell apart in the oh, end. Oh, I'm sure it will you know, because kind of thing. there well I'm that, sh- all the shit from the trailer is probably the first forty five minutes. Yeah, the, the second yeah, half the of the second movie half is like, like, oh god, oh my god, what that a- prostitute just shot herself in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't doubt that at all. I mean, there is there was a. There was a clip in the trailer that made me think that, where it was somebody like punching somebody else off a couch or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, you know, this could be like this lighthearted, like sort of uh, uh, funny movie. And even if it's trying to make a point, it might still be funny. Yeah. Because you can make a point and be funny. Sure. But uh, the, and I saw that one little clip and I'm like, uh oh. Something's gonna <laughs> like go wrong in this movie. You know? uh-uh. Oh boy! And it's like Sharon Stone's gonna end up dead on the hallway floor. <laughs> oh boy! Of the Hojos. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't really want to see that anymore. <laughs> so we shall see, my friend. It does. I mean, you know, it, it looks fun. I'll see it. I love Scorsese. Well, you know what the funny thing about that is, though, is that we kept laughing during the trailer. But that one thing that kept making us laugh with Matthew McConaughey could be literally one scene. Oh, it definitely and was one scene. No, no, no. I know it is. But, like, he could not even be a character in this movie. <laughs> he could just be, like, somebody he met. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he... Well, he's pretty placed prominently, so I'm, I'm assuming he has more than one scene. Well, I but... know, but I'm just saying it could be. Sure. It could be just like this one random scene where he's like, hey, you're a funny guy. Let me talk to you. You know? Could be. Let's have lunch. Yeah, really? We can make some weird whistling noises. Yeah, we could like pound on our chest for some weird reason. (laughs) But I think it looks funny. And honestly, I think that... uh, I think that... And I made this point to you uh, before when we were outside smoking. Is that... I think that Martin Scorsese, like, even if that movie ends back... when did he become Jewish? Yeah, Morty, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I want to give you a breath. Hey. But... Go on. Yes. Martin Scorsese. Um, he... Although he's an older guy, and, like, he uh, he's made tons of movies, I'm sure. Some have been good, some have been bad, whatever. He that movie looks like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, like just for whatever reason, and I don't know if it's edited the right way or it's just that way. But like, it looks like a lot of fun, and I think to myself, oh my god, when I'm seventy years old, I want to be able to make a movie that looks that fun. You know what I mean? (laughs) Sure, sure. I don't know. I yeah, you know, whatever. Okay, your. <laughs> I, I just uh, my battery just wore out. <laughs> that was like the last Martin Scorsese picture. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, all right, Phil. Are we done with this motherfucker? I think so, sir. All right. So, 
your usual question is can you believe it fucking maybe kind of oh yeah what you shot who in the what now oh yeah email I'm just gonna stop talking for a minute. <laughs> well, you gotta tell them when they can email us! Marty! Oh my god. I need to put you to sleep, Phil. What? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Turn What's off. What's the email? Turn off your hearing aid, Ma! <laughs> I'm what? With, I'm with my friends! You got friends? <laughs> Shut up, Ma! You want some chocolate? I got no. some nice hot chocolate up here! Why are we doing this? I don't know! Okay. Email! Email is... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where can you contact us, sir? Um, don't make out with my... Ah! Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> You dare me. I'll do it. Hey. Come uh, on. Okay. I'm turning off your microphone. What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay. CanYouFBI at gmail.com and CanYouFBI at Twitter or whatever the fuck. At CanYouFBI at Twitter. Phil won't shut up and we're going to take it out right now. Phil, take us out. Can you fucking believe it?